You might have noticed a change in your neighborhood lately. Yep, Sprint stores are now T-Mobile stores. Now that Sprint is T-Mobile, you get more coverage, value, and benefits than ever before. We've invested billions to bring our 5G from big cities to small towns across America. And great coverage is just the start. From high-speed mobile hotspot data to weekly deals and giveaways, our customers get tons of great benefits. Head to your new T-Mobile store to learn more. Qualifying service and capable device required. Coverage not available in some areas. Some uses may require certain plan or features. See T-Mobile.com. Welcome to Zamora Presents the Natural Hair Chronicles. I am your coach and your mentor, Tanika Outerbridge. Some people call me T. Some people call me Nika. Whatever resonates in your soul, that's what you call me. Anyway, I'm here to teach you about all things natural hair, braids, and locks uh, and business. How about that? Wellness. Finances. You know, all that wonderful stuff. You can find info about my classes at ZamoraNaturalHair.com. You can listen to the podcast at ZamoraNaturalHair.com. And uh, you can check out our new website, ZamoraWellness.com, where you'll get more fitness, nutrition, and that kind of advice. Because you know, y'all, us natural girls, we got to be healthy. We got to be fit. We got to be beautiful. We got to be making money and doing big things out in this world. You know what I'm saying? We got to be on and popping. <laughs> That's when you know you're old. When you say on and popping, you're old. <laughs> anyway, today is a cool topic. So a little bit about, you know, my, before I introduce this topic is, uh, it, it and this is like a no joke. This is all seriousness. Uh, y- in this business, I've been a business owner, a salon owner since I was in my mid twenties. And since I was in my mid twenties, even as a young person, I've always encountered having employees that have had relationship difficulties and abuse more than difficulties, abuse in relationships. And I've always had to come up with something to help someone because of this. And I can only talk to women right now because that's my experience in the salon is dealing with women in this situation. But I am fully aware that men are in this situation too. So you may hear me say things and it's, it's talking about women, but I'm really talking to both men and women who've been in abusive situations, right? And, um, but I'm in the way I'm saying it is off of my own experience, my own knowledge, what I've experienced. And I've had girls in my life and I say girls in, in a light way. I'm not calling grown women girls. It's just a term I use. Don't get offended. You know, I like to say the word word girls. And so the girls that would work for me, I've, I've experienced, uh, where girls have been abused by boyfriends uh, by their fathers, uh, uh, by other women. And so this is a really sensitive subject. I've, I've experienced abuse in my life, verbal, emotional, physical abuse. Um, and 
I I feel like this is a subject that is catered to not just nat- natural girls, but all girls, all people, everybody, every single soul out here. And so I, I want to talk about that. And I want to talk about, you know, how to manage controlling behaviors early in dating relationships. So this means if it's a guy and a girl, a girl and a girl, a boy and a boy, I don't care if you uh, a guy being a girl, dating the guy that's trying to be a guy and a whatever and a whatever, it's for everybody. <laughs> this message is for everybody. And there are signs. And if you're young, if you're like 30 and under, I want you to take heed to this. If you're 30 and over, you probably already experienced it and you're making your way out of it. Or, you know, maybe you're still in it and you need to get out of it. And so there are signs that you can, uh, that if you pay attention, conscious and aware, if you are conscious and aware, you will see these signs early it's so early no it's people try to hide who they are but you see the signs really early and you can get out early before you form any kind of emotional attachments and you need to tell yourself don't get attached to nobody for at least six months like talk to your mind you gotta tell your mind mind hearts don't get attached to nobody yet no <laughs> Start talking to yourself right now. Don't get no emotional attachments at least six months. That should be a dating rule. No attachments at all. You're just dating to get to know the person. No sex. I'm not saying to hold out for six whole months. That's a lot. <laughs> but um, if it depends on how long it takes you to get emotionally attacks, attached to people and you need to determine that no sex, no emotional attachments until you know this person is of sound mind and this person is a good person and they are not harmful to you. So you have to decide what that is for you. My rule is, you know, 30 days. I can see everything. I pay attention to everything and I act like I don't. I'll be all nonchalant. Uh-huh, yeah, uh. Tell me your secrets. Yeah, yeah. I used to sleep with, you know, this and this person and this and this person. Okay. All right. You're whack. <laughs> um, so yeah, you, you pay attention to the signs um early on. So definitely, you know, avoid falling into the trap of becoming accustomed to someone who is increasingly dominant. A dominant person is the one that always has to be in charge, always has to say what's what, always voicing their opinions and doesn't allow you to have your say or your way or anything. That's a problem. And so once you see that right off the top, you know, mm, you're a no dude, girl, dude, girl, girl, dude. I don't care. It's a no. <laughs> um, and you have to be mindful, keyword for the day, mindful of your own feelings and your intuition, your gut. Your gut will say, nah, 
no, Tanika, this this person is not going to work. It's a no. And then your mind is like, well, they make six figures. They drive a nice car. And your mind is saying, mm, no, something just ain't right. I can't pinpoint. But he but he has a house in, you know, in Largo. <laughs> My PG County folks. <laughs> Oh gosh, he has a house in Largo and he drives a Bentley and he has his own business and he has a fresh haircut every week and he's so attractive and his body and this, but your gut is saying no, but no, that's nice. Like that's really nice, but something just ain't right. And that's when you have to cut it short. You, the guy looks good on paper. The girl looks good on paper. But it's if it's something in you that's saying that something's not right, something is not right. Like it's not. So you need to take heed to what your gut is saying. Like your spirit talks to you every single day. But you have to be mindful of what it's saying and pay attention to what it's saying to you every day. Every day, listen to that gut intuition like it's in us. God put us in that in it, it gave us feelings for a reason. And so you have to be honest and open and clear about your own feelings from day one. On your first date, you have to be very clear about what you want for yourself. Not to say that you got to tell the person, I want this, I want this, I want this. But you have to know what it is that you want. And you have to be honest with yourself. If you're not honest with yourself, then you're going to accept every Joe Schmo that comes your way. And that's what we don't want. We don't want every Joe Schmo. We don't want, you know, your stalker to be at your job or things like that. I had a girl that worked at the shop get beat up and we had to worry about the man coming to the shop to beat her up. This is like real life, y'all, like real life. And so you got to pay attention to the signs. Ain't no D and no P worth it. It's not worth your life because those people that are on that on that that path, those are people that are willing to kill you and take you out in a moment. They don't care. They don't have any respect for life. They don't care about you. They just see you as a possession and they just want to own you. And if you don't take heed to those those signs in the beginning, you get caught up and it's hard to get out. You either end up in jail because you're trying to kill them before they kill you or you end up dead or, you know, alone or broken, you know, a broken spirit or something and that you end up having to repair so don't play around with these men or these women. You just pay attention to the signs. Get out early, right? Um, if you it, it decline to take part in any activities you prefer to avoid, tell the truth about what you like and what you don't like, even if you aren't asked. So let's say, I'll give an example. Let's say, okay, I'm not really into... I went to the gun range once and I went with family, but let's say a guy I was going a uh, first date, second date, third date, whatever, asked me to go to a gun range and shoot guns and I declined and he got really upset. I'm making up a scenario and let's say he got really upset and just for no reason. I'm like, no, I, I went to the gun range once and I don't really like it. You know, I'll opt out. And he just goes really berserk. That's a problem. 
you know, I should be able to say no to something and the other person not go crazy because of that. I have my own voice, my own opinions, my own activities I like being a part of. And you can have your own activities and things you like to be a part of. We don't always have to do things together and it's okay. But the fact that you want to push me into doing something that you like, that's where the problem lies. So be mindful of little things like that because sometimes it doesn't look like a big deal, but that little thing can turn into a really big deal in the future when you start forming emotionally attachments and the person is like never takes no for an answer and you're forced to do things you don't want to do, right? State what you like to do on a date. And I feel like, you know, if you're passive, this is where you get caught up, right? I don't really know what I want to do. I don't really know what I want to eat. I don't, I don't know. Mm -mm, That's not going to work. Your behavior will actually draw a dominant person to you. You will, you will draw them. They will be attracted to you. The yin and the yang the dominant and the passive. So you better toughen up and you better start researching restaurants in advance. Have maybe your five set restaurants you like to go to and any new date, those are the five you choose. Ain't no, I don't know. I don't, I don't, I know. You say what you want. And even if you don't know what you want, make yourself know what you want so that you are, it's an even playing field so that you know, they have a suggestion, you have a suggestion and you kind of go first back and forth. And let me tell you, I've been in situations with friends, just friends. And it's been like that, you know, I've been, you know, quiet about it and they're more dominant and I end up doing things that they want to do versus things that I want to do. And it's just, you know, it's part of the growing process, growing and learning to speak up, say what you want and, be honest, be authentic. And even when you don't know what you want, like I said, plan it in advance, have at least five places in your area that you would go to five different cuisines, whatever you're in the mood for, you just choose that one and there's no thinking. You know, I'm a planner. So if you plan it out, you could still be passive and the person never know that you are a passive person. You don't want to reveal that to people. You, When you're really passive, you... Uh, you will attract certain kind of people. So this is going to help you change your behavior little by little and take control of your life and, you know, the people you date and, and not be caught up in nonsense, right? Um. So yeah, even if they don't, even if they don't ask you, let's go here. Let's do this. You know, always consider your feelings and preferences as important as your partners. So it's all nice and good for a woman to be passive and be the, you know, the homemaker and, you know, that old school stuff, whatever, whatever. But there needs to be an even playing field. And I don't care if you're broke, you know, after my whole rant about being broke. If you still see yourself as being broke and you you still got that mindset, you'll get caught up. If you meet somebody that has more money than you and you feel like, you know, they're doing something so much special than you just because of money, you'll get caught up. Don't get caught up in that money thing. It's a lie. The devil is a lie. Lie. He lies. The devil lies to people. 
<laughs> making it seem just because somebody got money, they better. No, no. If I have zero in my accounts, we're still equals. And you have a million, we're still equals. I don't care. And you paying. <laughs> you paying with your millions. <laughs> Uh, set clear boundaries. So from the start, establish comfortable boundaries. And this is a good example. You know, this person knows knows this story. Uh, if a person pops over at your house without calling, it's appropriate to say, I'm not comfortable with you coming by my house unannounced. Uh, let's agree to make plans in advance so we both know what's going on and can schedule a date accordingly. There should be no pop-ups. And let me tell you, if you're the stalker and you're the problem, then you need to correct this. Uh, don't do no pop-ups. Don't let anybody do any pop-ups. There has to be a balance all the way around. And, you know, even if you don't mind pop-ups, just set some boundaries, Take a list, write it down, get your Google notes or whatever, and start making notes and set some boundaries of what's appropriate and what's not appropriate. Like no popping up at my job, no, no pop-ups nowhere. Like if I ask you and we can meet up someplace, cool. But if not, cool. Like let's have some boundaries so that we can establish a solid relationship, a solid foundation that is healthy for both parties, right? Um, avoid going along with everything so you just won't rock the boat. Us women, we're, we're bred to not rock the boat. Like if, if we're, if we're rock the boat, rock the boaters, then we a bee. That's all to it. What's your problem? Why you, why you this? And why you that? And why, 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 why you high maintenance? What? How am I high maintenance? I am a lady of God, not high maintenance. (laughs) Oh gosh. Anyway, rock the boat. Y'all rock the boat. Say what you want. Um, don't get along. Don't go along with things that you don't approve with. You don't agree with. Don't do that. Don't start a relationship like that because it only goes downhill after that. It does not get better. Trust and believe it does not get better. So if there's something you're uncomfortable about, speak up, you know, get acquainted with someone and, you know, be honest with them. And if you just so happen to end up losing that person because you're honest, because you're, 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 you're trying to create an even playing field, that person is not for you. There's like a billion people in the world, like no joke. And then now, you know, you guys, we got like social media and dating apps and there's so much out there to meet people. There's no reason to hold on to one single person. And some people, oh, that's my soulmate. He, huh, huh. yeah, he could be your soulmate, but who said that there's only one soulmate for you? See, that's the mistake people think. People think there's only one soulmate for one person. Do you believe that the God of abundance would only make one soulmate for you for one person? Get out of here. You're kidding me. (laughs) No way. 
So, you know, you can have multiple soulmates, people that connect with you and your soul, but it doesn't mean that you have to be with them, right? And, you know, soulmates come and go all the time. My mama was my soulmate and she's gone. Soulmates are not going to be with you forever. Soulmates are not always, you know, an intimate relationship either. It's how when you connect soul to soul. Anyway, um, just avoid, you know, I don't want to rock the boat. I don't want them to be mad at me. I don't, I'm scared. I don't want to say what I want to say. You know, when I was younger, people used to offer me gifts and stuff. My parents taught me to not take gifts because if you take gifts for a man, he wants something from you. And so I would say no to things, even when I needed help and I needed, you know, the assistance and stuff like that, I would say no and be mad at myself. Why did you say no? You needed, you needed the help. And I had to come out of that. That's, that's wrong thinking. That's your ego saying things. God puts people in your place to help you and give you assistance. And, you know, saying no sometimes can be you, you know, blocking a blessing from the person that's giving from yourself and all kinds of stuff. So um, be okay with taking gifts or, you know, money from, you know, people. And I'm just saying overall being okay with receiving. And I'm not saying pimp your body out. I'm not saying none of that. I'm just saying that sometimes we get caught up because somebody has more than us. They offer something to us and then we're like, no. And you're not really being authentic and you really need, you need help. You need assistance. And you, you just like trying to play this fake role. It's fake. Like that's real fake. It just is. (laughs) And then you're mad and then you're like, doing all this passive aggressive nonsense. And then that really makes the person, you know, a little weirded out. I'm going to do a whole thing on passive aggressiveness because that is a whole bunch of nonsense. Just say what you want. Be clear, be honest, be authentic, say what you want. And, you know, you can, you'll draw better people to you and better experiences to your life when you do that. You know, if you were less pleased with the way your new friend behaved in public, you know, say something about it. Maybe they curse a lot. Like I, I've been out with, with a guy and they curse and they curse and they curse. And it's like, okay, can you just tone it down a little? Like we just having a simple conversation and mind you, I curse too, but we don't need to be cursing every conversation all day and the MF and the MNF and the MF and the MF. Come on, let's stop. Stop playing. Anyway, y'all hear me curse when I'm really mad, which y'all won't see on here. <laughs> oh, Lord. Um, yeah, but, you know, take the time to think through it alone. And later decide if you do want to talk to the person or if you just want to step away. The cool thing about paying attention to these behaviors in the beginning, you can just ghost somebody. You know, I love that whole term because you could use it to your advantage. Block, delete, ghost. (laughs) You don't even have to have a conversation of why you're not talking to them. Just move on with your life and go on to the next one. My young people... 
it's not just one person for you. You, 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 it's okay to let somebody go. It's okay. It is okay to let people go. New people are going to come into your life. Those people are going to go. The new people are going to come and then those people are going to go. So be okay with letting people go out of your life. You know, this is the cycle of life. People come and go. Things come and go. Money comes and goes. Ebb and flow. So be all right with it. Get it right in your head, in your mind, in your heart, in your soul. It's okay. Like deuces. Take care. I don't care. Let it go. Move. Vamos. Disappear. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Um, introduce challenging, address challenging issues swiftly and tactfully. Do not, this is something ladies like to do is hold on to stuff and it festers and it festers for months and months and months. Don't do that. Nip that thing in the bud. And this is, this little advice will carry you on when you're in long-term relationships. Just address it right then and there. Let it go. Never bring it back up again. So get in the habit of addressing something that bothers you quickly and tactfully. Like, don't be disrespectful. Don't be rude and nasty about it. Be clear and concise and nice about it and have a whole conversation about it. Um, don't allow uh, people to come through your way and not say nothing. Like, don't do that. Um, and if they get angry about you expressing any of this, any of these points are brought up. If you bring them up and the person is upset with you and they're, 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 upset that you're voicing your opinion and you've been respectful about it, that person is not for you. You should be able to have full conversations without someone getting upset or, you know, getting angry and yelling and acting a fool, throwing things and throwing tantrums. Who needs that nonsense? We got money to make in this world. You know, us hairstylists, we, we look good and we play the part so well. But there's so many of us that's in these abusive situations. And what I'm saying to you is look good, feel good, and be in good relationships. And don't allow people to come in and disrupt what you're trying to build. Whether it's your business, whether it's your clientele, whatever it is you're building, whatever it is you're working on, don't allow some new person to come in and disrupt that. And the way you do that is by listening to the words that are coming out my mouth. (laughs) Taking notes. All that good stuff. (laughs) Um, Remind yourself, neither person should possess all the power in the relationships. It should be a balance. And even when it's a man and a woman, there is a balance. I do believe in men roles and women roles. Some people don't believe in that and whatever you believe is fine, but you have to have a balance on each side. Even if you have a man, he's the provider and you have a woman and she's the homemaker, there still is a balance. 
And the mistake people make is because someone has the most money, they feel like that person has the more money and they have to submit because of that. That is not a fact. We are both human beings and we're both balanced and equal in God's eyes. So don't allow those messed up thoughts to trip you up as you're dating new people. We're balanced. Um, whether you have less, more or whatever, we're still balanced and we're still on a level playing field. And this is how you're going to develop healthy relationships. You know, a healthy balance of power. Right. If you just so happen to, if you are listening to this right now and you feel fear or discomfort with someone you're with, there are shelters that you can contact. I say, get the hell out of that joint. If it's a harmful person, you feel like they will really hurt you. Um, contact me and we will help you get out of that situation we will help you plan. It's, it's a plan. When you're really in a really harmful situation, it is a tactful plan that we have to create so that you can get out of the situation and not get harmed or killed or anything like that. So if you just so happen to be in those situations right now, you need to text me 240-244-9065 and I will help you and assist you in getting out of that situation as soon as possible. Um, if you're just in the beginning stage with someone that way, ghost that person, especially if they don't know where you live. That's the thing too, y'all. Stop telling people where y'all live. This social media. You ain't gotta tell nobody where you live when you first dating. They don't need to know where you live. When you're in a solid relationship, then they can know. And I say, don't even do a solid relationship unless you got a freaking ring on your finger. So just date, have fun. Don't tell them where you live or where you work. (laughs) They don't need to know all of that. And don't be posting that on social media either. So you can get out of situations when that happens. And, you know, it could be anybody, you know. Just be careful nowadays, like, just be cool. Um, If someone is even mildly or verbally threatening towards you, when you date them, take careful, safe steps to separate yourself from that person. So the thing about these people who are really violent is anything can trigger them. They can go off at for anything. And, you know, that's why when you see the first signs, just move on. <clears throat> I had a girlfriend that met a guy on social media and she, she was, you know, a professional person making six figures. And, you know, so she wasn't a young person and the guy, she, she, saw the signs in the beginning. She decided he was not the one and he kept calling her and threatening her. They never met in person. They never even saw each other at all. Just through texts and phone calls, he was threatening her on the phone. He was going to kill her. He was going to do things. So she had to find a friend that was a cop to call this guy and to ask him to stop and all of that kind of stuff. So it could be simple little things. You, If you see the one sign, let it go. It only gets worse after that. It does not get better. 
They, you, you're not going to love them to kindness. <laughs> you can't love them. I'm going to love them until they love me. And we're going to be so amazing together. Yet. No. Uh-uh. It's not going to work. Let it go. Cut your losses and move on. If you're the guy and the girl is crazy, let it go. Ain't nothing that good. Let it go and move on with your life. Um, anyway, you can definitely have successfully managed controlling behaviors of a new friend in a developing re- relationship by practicing these strategies that I've given to you. This is real talk. Real talk, like real talk. Many times your openness and capacity to genuinely express your wants and feelings will not sit well with the other person, but it's okay. You take control of you. We cannot control other people. We can't make them be nicer. We can't let make them be less controlling. We can't make them do nothing. That's the beauty about what God did. He gave us our own minds to make decisions on our own. You can only change yourself. Don't try to change nobody into what you think they should be. And I struggle with that too, that whole trying to change people and make them want them to do be something that you they don't want to be. <laughs> I struggle with that one. <laughs> anyway, You know, trust yourself to address any challenging situations right away to have a healthy, caring, and enjoyable relationship. Peace. How real do I give it? So real. How real do I give it? So real. So real that Caesars will give you some authentic NFL gear when you bet $100 in September. So download the app and get live in-game betting, parlays, Caesars rewards, and some authentic NFL gear. I'm an official sponsor of the NFL, people! Must be 18. Offer valid in Washington, D.C. only and for new and existing users who opt into this offer. Jersey awarded as a gift card. Options may vary. Terms and conditions apply. See Caesars.com slash promos. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700. You might have noticed a change in your neighborhood lately. Yep, Sprint stores are now T-Mobile stores. Now that Sprint is T-Mobile, you get more coverage, value, and benefits than ever before. We've invested billions to bring our 5G from big cities to small towns across America. And great coverage is just the start. From high-speed mobile hotspot data to weekly deals and giveaways, our customers get tons of great benefits. Head to your new T-Mobile store to learn more. Qualifying service and capable device required. Coverage is not available in some areas. Some uses may require certain plan or features. See T-Mobile.com.